What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dallas Simon, coming to you with another episode of the Ground Up Biz podcast, where the goal is to inspire, educate, and help you break the time for money trade in your life so that you can live life on a whole nother level. I hope you're having a great day so far. In this episode, I just want to say, what's up? You know, thanks for listening. You know, to this episode, if you've been rocking with me since the beginning, the inception uh, of the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you're just joining for the first time, um, I really appreciate you for listening. This episode is just going to be an update of my financial journey, and um, I I really want to make it valuable for you. So I hope that I can reveal some things along my journey that maybe you can see and and identify them as either strengths or weaknesses and decide, you know, I guess to sharpen your focus on your journey Um, because I am on this mission to break the time for money trade. And I I hope, you know, you are on that mission as well. If not, then I don't know, you know, maybe maybe you're living life and you, you don't you don't mind trading your time, something you will never get back. Uh, for money, something that uh, can we control it? Maybe yes or no. You know what I'm saying? You got the the Federal Reserve, the government printing money. Um, if you've been saving money, then your your value of your money is uh, depreciating on a daily basis, monthly, yearly. The cost of goods are rising. Wages are not rising as fast as um, as they say they are. Right? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a doomsday type person either. I do believe there's a lot of opportunity. Um, available out in this world and it's the perfect time to get wealthy and and to change the whole you know this if you're going to be the first like millionaire in your in your family um, or the first person to start a company in your family the first person to go to college and and you know do something amazing so that your kids you know nieces and nephews and cousins can go to college and the college is paid for because you know, you, you you took care of your financial responsibilities and they have houses, right? You can contribute to that. And there, there are things in your community that you want to support uh, financially with your time. And the thing is, like I said, we only have so much time in this, this human life, right? So that's the whole purpose of why I created this podcast is because I was on this mission. Um, honestly, after reading The Millionaire Fastlane by MJ DeMarco, uh, his one of his main premises in that book was to break the time for money trade. So that's why we're here today. And I appreciate you for listening. Like I said, just want to update you with my journey. Um, the deeper we get into this, I realize that I have to be vulnerable uh, in this. And I'm not going to lie. It is it is a little tough because I'm an only child and um a lot of things I'm just able to keep to myself, right? So I'm trying to peel back the layers and talking about it does help, but <laughs> to some extent, uh, and I feel like the more transparent I can be, the more I can, I can help someone who, you know, maybe thinking about investing or thinking about creating a business or, you know, starting to learn more about wealth and all the options available to you. Um, this is something I may have wanted to listen to like three or five years ago so that I would really fine tune myself for the obstacles 
and challenges that were to lie ahead. With that being said, let's get into it. Just recently, I got a job. I'm very grateful to have this job. Um, I don't know. I'll just say I got a job, right? So that's another stream of income. Um, and I haven't had a job for some time. It was very difficult. Uh, well, let's see. My, my shortcomings were usually the commute uh, and being late. So, you know, and then breaks, right? And <laughs> like taking lunch breaks, like being late after going, because I would always go somewhere on lunch, right? I didn't want to be on the property still. Um, and then what else is it about, about jobs? Like, <laughs> dealing with people and like their issues like not even always relate to the job like you know office politics if you will and stuff I I don't care about like I don't want to offend anybody obviously no one's listening to this podcast you know what I'm saying whatever only a few people but like office politics right and like dealing with like stuff that if I were just running my own thing I wouldn't be dealing with y'all you know what I'm saying so it's like that was my thing about corporate America but hey, I'm back in it. You know, they be back in the mix. I'm very grateful to have a job. And the point, the reason why I mentioned that is because having a stream of income, you know, that first one is uh, very critical. Um, and for, for a bit, it was the business for me, right? And I was, I was making calls, making offers, uh, closing deals, just a few deals, but was still closing. You know what I'm saying? We had a little project management structure set up. And um, once I got this job, the income, just more consistent, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's because my business wasn't really extremely developed yet, but this job income is consistent. I have a safety net as long as I perform on the job and I plan to use that to fuel my income systems. Okay. With an S systems, right? Not just, not just one, uh, not just one account, not just one investment, not just a couple of investments, many investments, many streams of income is the focal point. So with that being said, got the job blessed and I wanted to, I wrote down, so I'm at six income streams right now and I'm going to name them. And some of them are literally streams, you know, little puddles, but I intend to focus, um, on the job. This is a performance-based job. And also, there are some things I'm doing as far as restructuring my business model for Ground Up Biz. So once I get that figured out, then I will work on that income stream as well. So the six income streams I have right now, uh, my job, my company, Ground Up Biz, uh, it's a marketing company. Uh, That's number two. Number three would be dividends. So I own a few stock, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. REITs. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know. It's tobacco company stock and uh, McDonald's just recently. And uh, I collect dividends quarterly. Uh, I do surveys on Amazon MTurk. Um, and lately, the surveys have been kind of, hit, kind of hidden. I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I've been making a solid like like 40 to $50 a week. And uh, that's not bad. That, that adds up, definitely. Um, I do swag bucks. So I have my computers... Uh, all running or watching ads like throughout the day Um, and they just they do that all day you know what I'm saying I have like four laptops 
but uh that's not the point why did i bring up four lap i have like four laptops only one of them is working all day you know bless its heart because uh, it's watching videos 24 7 i also have a phone it's an old phone that i used to use which watches videos for swag books as well um, and both of those machines are working right now as I'm on the phone recording this podcast. Um, and number six, just recently, there's this app called Concrete, which I'm not necessarily recommending you you check out. Uh, and once again, uh, if I haven't mentioned this before, I'm not a financial advisor. I used to be, but at this point, I'm not an active financial advisor. So anything I'm saying, like I'm not telling you to invest or to look into this, I'm saying do your due diligence. And if it makes sense for you, then proceed. If not, then definitely don't proceed because investing is risky. Um, And at any point when you don't acknowledge the risk of investing, then you don't really understand the game. And when that happens, you set yourself up for failure in the long term. So make sure you're doing your research. Um, But those are the six streams of income I have right now. I actually have a seventh that I didn't write down, but it's not much. I have uh, an ebook on Amazon that every now and then makes a sell. And when I was actively marketing for my business and performing projects, I had the ability to pitch my book more. So therefore, uh, Amazon, Amazon royalty sales could definitely be number seven. But I didn't count it on here because it's not something that the book is not something I'm actively promoting. And being an author, like there was another book I was working on, but um that one's just sitting in the in the inventory right now like as far not inventory but uh like on the shelf because it's it's not it hadn't been worked on uh because the whole my whole life has changed and that direction of the book was more instagram based and now i'm thinking more like i don't know what i'm thinking i'm actually thinking medium like i I really do i I like medium a lot Uh, if you haven't heard of it medium is a blogging site uh, which allows you to write about pretty much anything you'll have to check out their terms i think some like adults you know and hate content is definitely not permitted but for the most part a lot of topics like many many like any topic for the most part is available for you to write about on medium and uh, you can write whatever whatever length of article you know you can add links you can promote your stuff there is a terms of, of service some things you can't promote but um the reason why i like medium is because it's a great place to you know, share your life lessons, your research, your stories, whatever, your poems, whatever you, you like to, to create. And you can connect with people all across the world who, who like that type of stuff as well. And bigger picture, I'm going to use Medium to make money because they do have um, an earnings program, but it would only, it would be like a small income stream. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be big. But what I really want to use it for is uh, connecting with people so that they get into my network and we start partnering, you know, start doing deals, start investing together. Uh, using Medium as a connecting ground is where I really see the potential. And also, Medium allows you to catalog, you know, your research, experience, life, um, and have a way, you know, if you're applying for jobs in the future, maybe you can add it to your resume. Or I don't know. There's so many ways to to get it off on Medium. So I I, I like the site. That's what I'm focused on at least for the next year. Um, so with this episode, I wanted to get into like kind of, you know, under the hood. Um, I'm working on being a more open person. So this is definitely a leap for me. And if you're still listening at that point, 
Shout out to you. Salute to you. Um, gambling. Gambling. I don't know if I have any guys who are listening to this. I don't know any women who gamble, so it's probably just going to be the guys on this. Um, I've lost a lot of money gambling <laughs> on sports betting. It's something I'm definitely not proud of, but, and it's something I, you know, but here's the thing. It's like, I'm not shunning myself because I understand that like, or how do I say it? Like, I'm still loving myself, right? Like when you make a mistake when you make the mistake again and again and again, like eventually you're going to have to hit a wall where, you know, you decide to do something different. But like, I'm, I'm working on like not hating myself and beating myself down, but loving myself and understanding like why I went that route because I had the best intention at heart, or I thought I did, which was to make more money, you know, to take care of my family. I thought I was going to get up quick. Um, and I actually, and, and when I lost initially, right, I went the research route. So I watched um, many YouTube videos, read books, uh, things of that nature to, to sharpen my ability to, to pick and to succeed and to win. And short story short, I'm, I'm not even going to put you on there because if you're you know a woman, I want to respect, you know, if you, you don't gamble, you're a guy. Um, all I'm saying from this is once you start earning money, okay, once you start earning money, you're going to have to figure out how to save it, how to invest it. And somewhere down the line, you know, as you get, you know, 6%, 6% return, 10%, 12%, like understand the number, you know, the percentage of return you're getting on your investment, right? Some people start to try to plot and scheme on like, okay, if I can get 12%, how, how can I get 20? You know what I'm saying? Or how can I come up, you know, uh, hit a lick, you know, is what the, what the kids say or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh... <laughs> How can I earn a bigger return on my money? You know, and if you're a guy and if you're into sports, sometimes sports betting just comes up in the mix. And what I'm saying is just like, don't go that route because man, like, unless you live in a, in a, in a place where, uh, cause there are states where it's legal and there's software you can pick, uh, you can buy the software that allows you to basically beat the odds makers, right? Um, and the whole idea is good and dandy. Like, it sounds like it can work. You know what I'm saying? The software is cool. Uh, but, but the point is what I'm getting from this is if you think about it, and I watched some videos on YouTube that were just talking about casinos, you know, and how casinos operate and how their profits are insured and how they hire people to, you know, look at the, at the floor and to make sure no one's cheating and, and all this type of stuff. Like they, they just don't set up the, the environment for you to win and they don't want you to win and casinos actually cater to people to losers you know what i'm saying they don't like winners so the thing is like <laughs> if you're trying to build this real wealth this generational wealth like you know to really change your financial habits and and to to change like the whole structure and system of of fin finances for your family like gambling is going to and you might win. You might win one or twice. You know what I'm saying? You might win three times. You might win five times. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You might you might be the lucky hand. But but the casino, they're designed to win. And that's how they keep their money. And, and the joke was, if the lights are on, then the, then the house is up. Right? <laughs> the power is on the casino, then the house is up. So I lost a lot of money gambling. And um, I wrote in my book and in, in my journals and i've taken several screenshots of when i was losing 
and I'm done. I'm fucking done with it. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, no more gambling. Like, no more sports betting. And the thing about sports betting is, like, even if you're good at predicting winners, it's not about who wins because the house knows that, right? They Or not even know it, but they, they set the odds accordingly. So over the long term, even if you're amazing at picking winners, like, you're not going to get rewarded much because everyone knows, like, it's, it's hard to explain. So the point is, you're not going to be smarter than the houses. And, and when I say the house, that, that means the casino, the, the bookmaker, if it's online sports betting or betting on anything, they're, they're props betting, who's going to win elections, stuff like this. Like, there's a lot of ways to make money. The other ways are maybe a bit slower. And I'm going to talk about another way, you know, real quick. But my guys, and, and even if you're a woman listening to this and you ever thought about sports betting, like, hell no, stay away from it. I lost a lot of money I'm talking about. I think of the lifetime of sports betting, I've lost about five grand. Okay. <laughs> and then when you read the stories online, the people are talking about like, that's not that bad. You know, like, you know, I lost five grand last season and stuff. And like, but here's the thing, like, I'm not trying to lose any of this wealth I'm building. So to try to chase something like that, uh, it just, I don't know, it just, it, it made me depressed, you know, once I, cause I didn't lose it all at once. You know, I lost and then won and then lost and then won and then lost, lost and then tried to chase and then lost and then put in more, right? And then, you know, I won. See, the thing is, you don't just keep losing. You win some too, right? Which gives you that illusion that, like, maybe if I if I just double up or if I keep trying, I'll figure it out. And, and I'm just telling you, in this particular case, the casinos are designed so that you don't figure it out. Like, there are other investments that if you do them that eventually you will figure it out. You won't lose like real estate, you know what I'm saying? Or long-term crypto or stock investing. Like that stuff works and has been proven to work. Like just trying to, all right, I'm beating a dead horse, but hopefully you understand. So gambling X, no. Let's talk about trading. <laughs> Let's talk about trading. Uh, how much have I lost on trading? Now I'm just being honest, right? I should have, I should have got like a wine or a beer for this so I could really keep this going. Uh, maybe I'll have to take a sip of water. I should have been prepared for this. I only have soda. This is not going to be good. Sugar is not good. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't hydrate as well as water does. Or like soda, caffeine. But yeah, let's get this in. Um, trading stocks. I've lost more than. I mean, I say I say like fifteen thousand. I'm pretty sure it's around fifteen thousand over the career of my investing, and uh, that fifteen thousand was lost like maybe two years ago. Um, and then yeah, I've lost a little bit this year, but then I'm also kind of up as well. So it is what it is. But 15,000 on stock. So, you know, if you, you know, you're on Robinhood <laughs> or I don't know, you upgraded to like Fidelity or Wells Fargo or whatever, I don't know. And you're building a little $10,000 portfolio or only maybe a hundred, $300 and you lost money before. I just want to give you some context. Like, you know, if you've lost more than 15,000, like hit me up, you know what I'm saying? I've made money too, you know, in other investments, but I'm saying if you ever lost that much, you know, like that's what's up. Salute. Let's have a conversation. If you haven't, then I'm not saying your losses are not big enough. I'm just saying, just understand that like on this journey here, there are a lot of bumps. There are a lot of, lot of bumps, right? And I wish I, I wouldn't have lost that money, right? Cause there's, there's more safe investments I would have put it in. But at the same time, it's like, 
I had to learn that it wasn't for me. Okay. See, the thing is the investment choice you make may not be the same as your mentor or me who you're, you know, you're listening to right now, or even your, your parents or your friends, like that may not work for you. Like you have to understand your investing profile, what you like to learn about, what you're passionate about, what you believe in. Like that may not be a dear friend of yours. Like your investment profile may not be the same. So, you know, we hear somebody saying like, hey, that's a good investment or I think you should buy. Like just because they buy it or believe in it doesn't mean you will. And, and many of us, you know, until we really learn about investing, like don't even understand that. So I just wanted to say like, take a look at that because a lot of this is, is sheep mentality like peer right when when you're talking about finances and your friends and stuff like you think it's a good idea because somebody else is doing it but investing what you will learn over time is you know that what somebody else is interested in is is likely not going to abide by you know your principles of investing that's important trading and investing are two different things trading is timing the market, uh, trying to, to profit, right? Essentially. So you, you know, you think McDonald's share is going to go up in the next three months, you buy a bunch right now. And in three months you sell, you know, making yourself a nice little, a nice little profit, right? And investing is holding something for a year or more. I would say five, 10 years, rest your life, whatever. So that's the goal for my financial portfolio is at least right now, because I'm not trying to be risky, like too risky. But then remember, I told you earlier, any investment is going to have an inherent risk, you know, whether you acknowledge that or not. So the point is, try at the time the, the stock market, right? That was a lot of fun. That may be a story for another day, but lost about 15,000. I still have not looked at the account to find the exact number because I don't want it to burn in my soul. <laughs> so when I do figure that out, you know, I'll update, you know, this will be a couple of podcast episodes from now. And then let's talk about the crypto, you know what I'm saying? Definitely have lost money on crypto as well. And this is just because like, I'm being impatient. Number one, impatient. And then number two is like, how I say it, like things happen in life where I need to use the money, right? And this, this is something. So if you're investing, right, make sure you're using cash that, you know, you don't need to pay bills with, you know, cause things always come up for some reason, like things always come up, like when you got an investment going or something like that. So you got to either separate the accounts and make it, make it hard to access the money. Um, or I don't know, but, but I'm just saying, so if you've never traded the market before, it's likely that on your journey of wealth, you will be exposed in some manner. You might see it on Instagram, right? Or they got ads all over the place. Or you might run into a friend and say, hey, girl, I'm in Forex. Or, hey, dude, you know, have you heard Forex or crypto trading? I'm up 30,000 or something. You know, there's always some number that they're up or whatever. Um, just my personal advice, little, 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 little nugget for here. But if you ever have somebody, you know, pitching an opportunity to trade the market, any market to you, uh, personally, what, what I like to see is, uh, well, well, show me, you know, your bank account right? Or, or bank statements, right? Where I can show the, where I can see the money coming in from, from the broker, from your trades, you know, and, and show me live too. Like, I don't, I don't want to see no screenshots, right? If you really want to do business, like show me live, log into your chase account right now. Let me see the, the month by month, you know, income you're getting from trading. And if they can't produce that, then there's no need to continue the conversation. 
uh, in my opinion, because uh, everybody has an opportunity. You know, well, you just you know meet my person, go to an event, or you know check out the software, or watch these YouTube videos or whatever. And and I mean, uh, the statistic is what 95% of people who try to trade the market end up losing over the long term. So you might make some money, right? You know, you buy McDonald's, you hold it for three months, you sell it, and you're like, oh, I could do it. I just do this all the time, right? So buy McDonald's, buy a company, you know what I'm saying? Hold it for a bit. Now, if you hold it for a bit, you might actually make some money for a bit. But if you're trying to time it on a day-by-day -day basis or weekly, over the long term, um, and you'll have to do your research, but from my research, 95% uh, of people fail that game. But for some reason, people keep trying and for some reason i kept trying i kept trying right so on crypto uh i've lost say about about 3k right 3k on crypto we're added up to 15 plus three plus like five or something like that was at least 20k that that i've lost in investing slash trading it was it was definitely trading and not investing because if i would have held all those investments right today i probably would be up let's be honest but but I really just tried to time the market, right? Because because the thing is, I didn't lose them all in a row. I lost, I lost, I won, or maybe you know, <laughs> the poison. <laughs> poison is a word, but like winning immediately, right? So your first trade, you buy something, Bitcoin's up ten percent the next day, and you're like, oh, I could do this for a living. You sell that that first trade, you make money. I feel like that's the poison because like you think you can do it again and again and again and just collect a check and and what i found to be true is you can you keep collecting checks but eventually you're gonna be wrong and if you're if you're not positioned properly or you know you, you may lose and then if you lose you're like okay i want to get that back right and then you lose again and then the cycle happens um and what i'm saying is i've, I've repeated that cycle so many times that it's been toxic to my lifestyle so trading is is fucking done no more trading no more gambling okay was this what's this mean like you know i guess if if i don't know you know if i'm ever like a family event and then we go hit up a casino i guess i'm only bringing like 50 dollars, you know and i know that i'm going to lose that money because i am not a competent gambler and i do not want to try to be a competent gambler because i told you the casino if the lights are on the casino's up Okay, so gambling's off the plate. Trading, will I buy something for for a day, you know, a week, two weeks, you know, anticipating that the market will go up? I will no longer try to do that. Why? Because you might win, you might win, you might win, but when the, when you start losing, it becomes frustrating. And I do not know anyone in my network who is still trading. Like they yeah, people have started trading, you know, hey, I'm trading now, right? And you talk to them now, they're not trading anymore, right? Because they lost the money. I mean, it's just my personal opinion. Um, I do know some people who claim to be trading coaches and they're doing it successfully. And hey, there are some people who can do this successfully. But for my character style, you know, I guess how I was built, my DNA, like my discipline and my investing goals, like trading loses money for me. So from my lessons learned, I choose never to trade again. Okay, I don't know where you are in your wealth journey, but I've kicked those two off, right? Those vehicles are done. They've been sold. All right. So where are we going now? Take the jobs income, save it, invest it. All right. I've lost a little bit to the gambling. It's no more, right? So now every check is collected, you know, spent a little bit on some of the debt I have, some of the bills, 
and we're saving the check, uh, investing. Who am I investing in? Um, I just read this book. It's called Private Mortgage Lending by Brant Phillips. Um, and I actually am very grateful because I had the opportunity to, to meet him. He probably won't remember me though if I met if I <laughs> If I saw him at like an event, he probably obviously wouldn't remember me, whatever. But like, I heard him speak before too. And I've actually also, I'm also grateful that I've been in private mortgage lending. Like I've, I've made loans before as well. So it's like, I'm not new to the concept. If you don't know what a private mortgage loan is, um, essentially it's you or anyone using their money to fund some type of investment um, where the investor could have got like more of a conventional loan, like maybe a bank loan, um, or something called a hard money loan, um, which we'll probably talk about in another episode, but essentially it's, it's you lending money to somebody else. Uh, but the private mortgage loan, the mortgage implies it's on some type of asset, which may be a, a house, uh, typically a house. I know it, it could be some type of asset, but in this case, I'm talking about lending to real estate investors so that they can fix and flip houses. And when they sell the house, uh, they pay you your loan plus a, an amount for interest. Um, so that's, that's really what I want to get involved in. Uh, when I mentioned concrete earlier, that is an app that, that does lending to real estate properties. Um, but I want to do it myself. I want to do it with my friends and my family members uh, put money together and to buy property. I want to focus on the Houston area and maybe Austin too, but I feel like Houston is going to be a little bit cheaper and, uh, to buy houses or to help real estate investors buy houses in the Houston area. Um, so they can fix and flip them, make them all purdy. And then they can send me back my principal, right? Plus interest. And then I can do it again and again and revitalize some of the areas in Houston while also making a return. Um, and the reason why this particular example of private mortgage lending would be cool is because the competent, uh, you know, experienced real estate investors are handling all the work and all the, all the projects of the real estate while I'm just collecting an interest payment, you know, monthly. And then once all the work is done, they send me my money back. Um, and essentially I did not do much. There are some things you obviously have to do vet the real estate investors, vet the deal, uh, sign paperwork, um, and some other things. So that's what the book private, uh, what was it? Private lender playbook by, by Brant Phillips. That's what that book is about. Um, I do recommend you read it. It's, it's a pretty quick book. I read it in, I'd say like 36 hours, you know, with sleep. So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't even say 36 hours. I wasn't reading the whole time, but I'm saying I read in like two days, not, not a, not a long book. Um, but with that being said, I'm trying to think of, is there anything else? Cause this episode is just like me kind of spilling the beans. Um, yeah, I got one more thing and then I'll, I'll kind of finish up. So the main focus now is the time for money trade. I do really appreciate this job. It's awesome. Um, there are some times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? What a job, you know what I'm saying? This is tedious. Like this is redundant. You know what I'm saying? And then I get off and I'm thinking like, or, you know, at least two hours before I get off, I'm like, man, this evening, I'm just going to work on myself, work on my business, get my stuff taken care of. And then when I get off, I just go to sleep. 
you know what I'm saying? Or watch like YouTube videos, something funny. Like I need something funny right now. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, what a day it was, right? Um, what I'm saying here is I'm just, like I said, I'm very grateful for my job. I remember what it was like when I was doing my business. It was like, it just seemed like I was talking to a lot of people and I, I, I wasn't being really responsible with my time. And, uh, I, I was kind of lazy here and I could do this because, you know, I was, I was the boss, right? Like, but now it's a lot different. Um, everything is, you know, time tracked, um, to a T they got certain processes they have managers meetings. You know what I'm saying? Things are more structured and organized. Therefore I'm, I'm able to produce, you know, there are some, some things about, you know, being your own business owner there. It's kind of, there's definitely challenges. Like when you own your own business, like it's not, it's not just a fairy tale because now you don't have that, that, that structure, uh, all, all created and neatly organized where you're time tracking, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're focused and their deliverables and, and, and you've got a manager and there's a, there's a system for, for being written up. Like when you're running your own business, you can just do whatever the hell you want. And, and that's kind of, it's a double play. It's a double edged sword to that. So that's why I really appreciate having a job. But here's the thing, now that I have a job, it's like time for money trade. If I'm putting in eight hours today, these eight hours are theirs. They're not mine, right? I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know if it's explore the world. I don't know what the hell I want to do. If it's explore the world and, and excuse me for my language, I may, I may have not have gotten this vulgar in the past, but it's like, I, just, I really have to, to express it how it is, right? It's been a very, it's been a, it's been an interesting period for me. I'm not gonna lie how we're finishing up this year but I got to figure it out this time for money trade. Like how, how can we, and, and private mortgage lending is hella cool. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I had some documents, uh, which I, I may share in the future. I'll have to black out some stuff, you know, for, for security reasons, privacy, but you know, where I was lending like $15,000 getting 14% interest. And, and I got to see the property, I got to see how they developed the property. The real estate investors were, were very competent, experienced. Uh, I got my money back plus interest and, and I, I just, I did it again. I did it. I did. I loaned money five times for the amount of, it was around 75,000, but it was just 15,000, 15,000. I did it again and again, I'm saying the total. So I flipped that 15 quite a few times is what I'm saying. And this was about three years ago, but then, um, finances like, you know, money, emergency money, right? Where I had to spend some money. So what I'm saying is you also got to be prepared for when things happen and, and invest accordingly. And with private mortgage lending, you aren't able to, to pull your money out as quickly as, you know, if you had crypto or stocks. So that's definitely something to consider. So what is your investment profile? If you don't have an answer to that, that's probably something you need to work on. Um, the focus the law of affection. The law of affection says that <laughs> to make millions, you must impact millions. And the more people you affect in a positive, constructive manner, the more you're rewarded or the potential, you know, for you to be rewarded more. So that is definitely part of my focus now, right? That's why I'm writing on medium. Uh, I grew my Instagram up, but then I just kind of got tired of Instagram. I'm not going to lie. So I took a pause and that also happened when I made a YouTube channel. I got tired of the platform as well, uh, or at least creating for that platform. 
but I hope that doesn't happen with Medium. Um, it may, I'll be honest. The whole, like, social media world, um, what's that movie called? Is it called Social Network? I don't know. There's a movie on Netflix about social media and how, I don't know, you gotta watch it. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, it's about, like, how, yeah, social media is not really created to be, like, this community to connect with and see content and to you know, see how people are doing, like, it's more so created so that the platforms can sell advertisements to you or to collect data about you that you don't know they're collecting, and then, you know, when I, when I, and I kind of knew that was true, but whatever, when I watched that, just a little bit of trust, you know what I'm saying, from social media kind of went down just a little bit, um, and it's not that I'm trying to be more private, it's just like, Man, when you're scrolling a social media feed, sometimes, you know, you see stuff and it just personally just makes me a little sad, you know what I'm saying, or depressed, like, why the, why am I not there, you know, why am I not living my life like this, my life's not like that, or whatever, or this person's really hot, like, and I don't look like that, it can make me feel a little, you know, sad about myself, so it's like, kind of had to pause a little bit on the social media, uh, but medium's cool because it's words, <laughs> so... Uh, but that doesn't matter because you could still read something, but I don't know. You can also choose what to read. So I think medium is really cool for building credibility for your brand as far as written content is concerned. And also for uh, medium is a good platform for building your audience and sending them to your website or your funnels and collecting email addresses. That's really what I'm going to be using medium for is to connect people to my email newsletter that I'm working on. Um, And that's the goal. So it looks like we are running pretty heavy on time with this one. I guess if you're still rocking with me, like, like once again, salute to you. Uh, We're going into the finish line. We're we're finishing up. I'll say it like this. Uh, The acronym from the millionaire fast lane, C E N T S sense stands for control entry need time and scale and what i'm working on now is a set of business opportunities um the one in particular is still marketing and the goal would be to to hit those five uh commandments (laughs) he calls them commandments (laughs) you know tripped out but uh with like this new business idea or a couple business ideas. But the point from this is like investing is cool. All right. It's great. Owning stock, owning crypto, not trading, but investing for the long term. Okay. Right. And your money is working for you while you do other stuff, while you live your life, your money's collecting dividends, you know, and uh, you're taking those dividends and reinvesting into what you own and not spending your dividends. Right. Still, you know, having other income streams so you don't have to dip, right? And then also setting up a cash account for emergencies. I think that's important. Maybe like a money market account, uh, something that can still grow a little bit faster than a savings account and uh, to have that available in case something happens so you don't have to sell your investments. I think those things are important to look into. Um, So yeah, With that being said, I think I hit law of affection. It's very important. In order to become as as wealthy as I want to become, I need to start producing more 
like producing on a daily basis and producing like frequently, like not just one time, but like two or three times, you know, on a daily basis, producing something. And I need to be impacting more people, hundreds of people, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people to become a millionaire. So I'm going to use Medium as a catalyst for that. May hop back on Instagram too, because I have a couple thousand, you know, followers. So shouldn't let that go to waste. Um, and the goal here is, uh, the, the two parts that that have me tripped up I'm going to take another sip of of soda real quick. The two letters that, that have me tripped up in the acronym, um, since it's time and scale. So I found an opportunity that I can control. So having my own LLC and, and starting a business where I can control the service, you know, how much I charge, who, who I offer it to, where I market, uh, what, what features come in, in the bundle, stuff like that, like control, you know, our hours of operation, all types of stuff I have control over entry, um, and the barrier to entry here. So that's what it means. Barrier to entry. How easy is it for somebody to create the same business or business model that I have. So I think I have a couple of ideas that require some expertise, you know, maybe some education or certain tools and ex, you know, experience needed to run that business. Um, N is very important, which stands for need. So I've got several businesses, you know, business ideas that, and thoughts that people and I have generated together, but some of them don't have that in factor. It's kind of a desire, you know, you know, to have that. So I only focus on, or really, definitely yeah only focus on things that have need you know an actual utility value and those are the things I, I buy into and that's what I'm working on but T and S okay so this is the big part my original marketing idea maybe I talked about this wasn't wasn't like I couldn't get out of my own time like there were certain trust factors involved for me getting team uh, team people involved, you know, with the Instagram and having passwords and security and stuff like that. So it was difficult for me to get paid if I wasn't spending my time on a project. When we sign a new project, I've got to put in eight to 10 hours, 15 hours, whatever of my time to get the result. So therefore my original marketing, uh, business idea did not have the time factor uh, applied to it. Like I couldn't separate my time from the business and therefore it felt uh, the commandment check. But the one that I'm really working on is the S for scale, okay? And, and you know, how can you create an idea that can sell to one customer and then to 10 customers and 100 customers and 1,000 and, and a million customers? Um, and the way I'm thinking about probably obviously going maybe I don't know some type of video course or ebook or set of ebooks or some type of virtual event like how can you create something that a million people can purchase and if they do can you serve all of those million people like in a very timely fashion where they get the result Um, and if you can then you can become a millionaire right and this is what we're trying to do and maybe A million dollars is not how much you need. Maybe you need less or more, but essentially, you know, the whole purpose of this episode was to remind you to, to grow the number of income streams you have. So I said, maybe I have seven, 
And uh, but I'm thinking on, you know, seven, eight and nine right now, you know, let's solidify those and let's continue to improve the ones I have at this point. Um, and the next step is to really create something that that can grow. Right. But that can grow <laughs> without me. And then and, and to some people, they're going to be like, that's impossible. Right. Or some people would be like, you're not going to be able to do it. Like, how is that? That doesn't even make sense. Right. But, you know, there are examples in our world of people. And you, what I'm saying is not without me completely. Obviously, I have to put some time and energy, you know, may have to build a team or that word again, system, system, like system, something that saves you time and energy and money. You know, what I'm saying the system. That's what I need to create here. So I'm working on a blogging site. Um, which I'll, I'll use some of my medium articles to post to that blogging site. Uh, but I want to create it so that other people can submit their content on there too. And if I increase the credibility and the visibility of the site and maybe pay the writers a percentage or, you know, to get it real pumped up for a certain, I don't know, I'll have to plan it out. Maybe I could have it to a point where other people contribute for the site. You know, something like medium has and, uh, have some type of business model for it. Um, I would evaluate that on the, the C E N T S. And if it made sense, I would go forward with it. Um, but the big point here is, uh, oh yeah, we just for fun, right? If you're still rocking with me, wow. But we'll do private mortgage lending, uh, against the, the C E N T S. So yes, you can control it. You know, it's your money or you raise the money and you have control over who you invested with, uh, entry. Yeah, hell yeah, there's an entry, you know, barrier to entry here because most people don't even know private mortgage lending exists. And if they do, then you need, like I said, like 10, 15,000, you know, and that's that's for second lien or third lien. You'll have to learn, you know, the lien structure. But ideally, you would need like 100,000, if not more to to get serious about private mortgage lending. So there's definitely barrier to entry. The E is satisfied in for need. Uh, it's definitely needed in any place. Real estate, you know, is, is needed. And I say any place, actually, I'm not even sure where you live, but in a city or somewhere close to a city where, where people are moving in, like real estate is, is very much needed. So, you know, anything related to real estate, the end would be satisfied. We'll have T for time. If you invest with, uh, like I said, experienced real estate investors who know what they're doing, then they can handle the project. And you won't have to necessarily see the house or see the site or get updates. You'll get interest payments until the house is sold. And when the house is sold, then, you know, you'll collect your principal and uh, any unpaid interest. And you didn't put any time into developing the house or, you know, walking the property or fixing the fence or, you know, installing new toilets. You didn't do any of that. So I think the time is applied and scale. I'm not sure about scale. Uh, but if you did more houses, right, if you, if you, you know, saved money at your current job and you had like maybe a business where you're collecting more income and you continue to invest in, in private mortgage lending and eventually, you know, buying houses and selling houses or owning them long-term, then you could buy more properties. And at that point you do have scale of income, um, you know, and, and eventually, you know, when, when three houses are paying rent four houses paying rent, five houses paying rent. Eventually that rent money may add up to, you know, a down payment on a new house or a mobile home or 
mineral rights <laughs> as I was talking with my friend the other day like real estate there's so much to it so research mineral rights it's very interesting you know you can own um, what's under the ground right you know real estate is a very interesting investment topic and there's many aspects to it not just the the three bedroom two bathroom house um, you have tiny homes like I said mobile homes land mineral rights and a host of other things so some things to get from this is uh enjoy your life <laughs> and if you have a job be very grateful for that job because you know jobs are awesome they provide us with income and the idea to connect with people you know what i'm saying to to learn you know how a business runs and what makes a business run you know those are very important things to get from a job um but we have to be realistic right never forget the fact that like our time here is limited it's very much limited even if you're taking care of your body and you know the best best shape and all these things like your time on this earth is is only a certain time so to trade your time for money like is ludicrous it really is like and i and i'm not like i don't want to say it's bad because i'm gonna do it you know monday's coming up i'm gonna hit the clock i'm excited i want to work right now like i'm excited to get on the clock whatever right but that's just because i haven't figured out my business side yet and how else i'm gonna make income to replace this job with all due respect like and i'm gonna and i thought about it too like what if i what if my business was making as much as my job you know was paying me when i quit i was like hell no like there's way much more to learn in this job that i have you know and, and i'm learning like how to deal with people you know how to solve problems and how to structure my business like the processes they have like take pay, pay attention to the job you have i was like what works and why does it work and can you apply that to your your business right like that that's so awesome right? it's more than a paycheck like th you gotta you got you gotta really appreciate it right but at the same time like i said this is why i'm recording this podcast episode too i'm getting i'm getting the content out at the same time i'm focusing on my my channels other channels of income right i don't get out of the job and say i'm done like i get out of the job and figure out like how i'm gonna add another stream of income to my to my asset sheet today you know what i'm saying i'm serious because i like to buy things that that grow in value personally um i don't like to waste my money sometimes i do waste my money sometimes I, I do stuff like trade and gamble i used to right but but now like on a more serious note as far as investing is concerned stocks real estate crypto i say real estate private mortgage lending is is definitely where i want to go learn more about it i'm going to be teaming up with some of my friends uh family members to invest and uh, once I get enough capital, you know, on my own, might start fixing and flipping houses. I don't know. But uh, the point is, you got you to gotta get out there. You got to take the risk. You got to figure out, like, what you like to invest in. And you never learn until you try it. And sometimes you're going to lose. For sure, for sure, you're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about, you know, how you adjust your plan to that losing. And don't get sad with yourself. Don't get depressed and don't don't invest with money that that you may need right you know what i'm saying like you got to have separate accounts like for for emergencies um because yeah you know if you ever if you ever invest and you know you need the money right sometimes it's not going to go up as fast as you need it so you end up just losing money 
like and being impatient so that's never fun um that's why it's important to have like a percentage right pay yourself first 10 percent right 10 percent so that 10 percent goes um to your investment account it's not much but if you're consistent with it it will definitely be a lot because it will compound and grow uh but 90 percent is used for um expenses lifestyle all this type of stuff richest man in babylon talks about how we shouldn't be <laughs> niggardly which means <laughs> which means like we should enjoy life right and not be not be and i i am a spendthrift i'll be honest but but not be that way like really really appreciate and, and spend and enjoy life right and you know buy the stuff buy some of the stuff not all the stuff you want 90 percent of your income whatever but you got to pay taxes too but the point is 10 percent off the top pay yourself first and be consistent with that um and i have been consistent with that so even when i lost money and this was just recently. I still had I still had investments, right? I still had stocks, I still had crypto because I've been paying myself 10%. Um, and you know that's that that makes us and I'm I'm gonna finish up on this note, but I'll say it like this. I'm I am wealthy, right? And it's like I'm not wealthy yet by by the by the stats, but we all know, right? Once you decide to be wealthy spiritually and like you align and you consistently fight for it, then you are wealthy. It just hasn't com completely materialized yet. And it just it just made me like feel like excited, right? That I had made some bad decisions, but like over the course of my investment career, like if I if I stay focused on the principles and and not chasing returns, but buying solid investments and holding them over the long term, that I would be able to you know create a nice little cash flow from my portfolio. But on a bigger scale, if I have my own business that I can control, you know what I'm saying? And and I can and I can I can have this time factor where eventually I could I could take myself out of the business and it still functions and serves the customers through some type of team system setup, right? And I can scale the business so that I can serve, you know, 10 customers, okay? And then I could serve 100 customers and we had 100,000 customers coming in. Yeah, it would be really busy. But if we stay to this core process, we can serve all those customers. Um, if I had something that I could scale, then I would be able to make a lot more money and a lot. I won't see. Yeah, I'll say uh, it'll be much faster. Stock market. Well, we're looking at 10, 20 years, you know, uh, for a fast lane business, the millionaire fast lane, five to 10 years, maybe two to five. But I'll say five to 10 years, you could create million dollars, if not more from applying the the sense commandment so with that being said thank you so much for checking out this episode i really hope you got something from this um keep fighting for it i believe it's it's so worth it you know to break the time for money trade i've got friends um who have broken the trade and their lifestyle is it's always fun to talk to them and, and see you know what they're focused on everyone's got problems right so i'm not saying you know wealthy people don't have problems in fact some of their problems are actually probably bigger problems i don't know you know what i'm saying i'm not saying money's gonna buy happiness or fix the problems but i just want to be more helpful in my community and my circle and i, I want to give more money away and um i also like earning it right so i, I want i want my money to <laughs> to earn for life and I hope you understand the importance of 
figuring out who you are as, as an investor and also like learning that just because your friends are investing in this or investing their time in this doesn't mean like you need to do it because maybe you need to understand who you are first. So that's what I'm trying to do. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram at groundupbiz. Send me a message. Would love to chat with you about anything you got. And other than that, keep working for it. We will break time for money trade. Have a cool day. Peace.